0: Another episode. Make sure my microphone is right, and it is. Uh, yeah. So here's another episode of the Independent Thinking Texans. It is uh, th- uh, March three. You know, the month three. It is the eighth day of 2022, and it's a, it's a historic day That's in America. Right. And we're not going to start here, but I am going to say something. It's a historic day today. Highest gas prices of all time. So you know, it's a uh, we'll I, look. There's people going through worse. I understand, oh, yeah. right but, you know, wrong. damn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not not looking good, you know, on the home front, right? Yep. Uh, that's not a, it's not a great thing, but it is definitely a, a historic day, and these times will be remembered as long as history is recorded and people want to learn and teach history. Yep. These times right here, this pocket of times that we're living in, especially in our country, America, you know, is a very interesting time. You know, oh yeah. And then really, I mean, over in obviously over in Eastern Europe and in other places around the world, who have been going through war, you know, and the Middle East. My God, I mean, you know, Africa civil conflicts for still going on today. Yep. You know, so they they have it they have it much worse than Americans have ever had it. So I think I really do think there is a level. Uh, you know, of understanding that can help you cope with anything you ever deal with because you're like, man, we're lucky to live in this country. Oh, yeah. You know, and to Definitely have been wrong. raised in this country. But at the same time, you'd be foolish to not see the trends going on in this country and realize that we have a long way to fall from grace if this continues, you know. And a lot of people yep. suffer and they're not used to living a way of life that they may be, you know, forced to live or. You know, even worse. Yep. Right. And it's like
1: the Ron Paul quote, man. You know, any uh, any civilization, any nation that lives above its means for any amount of time is destined to live beneath them. You know, and yep. we've lived above our means in this country for a long time now.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into an example right now. Just this is a point blank example of of our society and a home front problem that is just another. It's a very. It might be a small problem. <clears throat> But it is no, nonetheless, a problem, and this has to do with our judicial system and our, you know, I guess our—I I don't want to say law enforcement system—but I guess you could tie that into to some extent. But right. here's a here's an example. There's a, a UFC heavyweight, ex-heavyweight, UFC fighter. He retired a couple of years ago, okay, and um, he's a great, you know, a was a great champion had never had any problems was never an issue right and uh, really will be a hall of famer you know so uh, a talented athlete and guy so he has a family and supposedly I will say supposedly because of course I'm not there I'm not involved so I don't have any facts but apparently uh, supposedly uh, one of his uh, his, someone close to him uh, went very close to him went to a daycare there and was being molested by the son of the lady who owned the daycare. He found out there was a little car chase or something happened and he shot Kane, the Kane Velasquez, the right. UFC fighter that I don't even think I mentioned his name. But yeah, uh, because I don't really want to get into his story, I want to surpass that right. and talk about the more in depth part, what I think right. is more the important. Funda- yeah, yeah, the fundamental, the fundamental the moral problem, here. exactly. And that so so she goes down. There's more than just this guy that was molesting this other child, right, right in that car. Supposedly, I have to say that because I I wasn't there, right. But uh, just morally, I feel like I have to say that right. because I think it needs to come out what what really happened. I think that is very important, you know, yeah. to get to the truth. But so he shot at this car, ended up hitting the stepfather of the the supposed molester and 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 injuring him. I think he survived and overcame his injuries. No one died. But they arrested Cain Velasquez, took him to jail, and then denied him bail. They said he was too dangerous that he could go out and, and, and inflict bodily harm. You know, the right. judge would not let him have bail. The person who supposedly molested this child, which apparently there's evidence that supports it. So if that comes out that they did, I mean, even having them that being where are they gonna go? Are they gonna go back to that daycare or what? Right. You know what I mean? Uh, being supposed but they let the, that the supposed child molester out. Like after the same three day? days. Yeah. Oh, after three on, days. On, on, I think they had him in for three days, let him out. And maybe they had him in three days. I don't know if they had him in three days prior to him being shot. Right. Or or shot at or after. I'm not sure about that. I'm I'm not clear. But again, doesn't matter. He's out. Right. He's out. He's he's walking. And what will he? What time will he ever do? Will he be? You know. And who will do yeah. more time? So, how do you see this? Just I'll say you, because you don't know anything well, about this.
1: Yeah. No. Actually, no. You were just telling me about this before we started. Uh, before we started recording, I haven't heard anything about this story. Uh, You know, I imagine he's probably getting charged with uh,
0: reckless Uh, use of attempted firearm I think attempted murder. Oh, attempted murder. I believe so. I do believe those are his charges. Yeah. Uh, One of his charges. And I'm sure you're right. He will get also these other more misdemeanor crimes like endangerment, reckless endangerment, and things like that.
1: And so that's what they're probably going to try and bring down on him. Uh, I imagine that if the evidence does support this other guy was a child molester, that he will, you know, if there's any justice left in our system whatsoever, he should go to court, have the evidence presented, get convicted, and go to jail for that. Uh, you know, if there's any justice in our system left, I believe that this this father, the one who pulled the, the UFC fighter, is probably someone who doesn't have much faith. In that system, and I don't think you can blame them much, <laughs> you know. And also, let me go on record as saying I have absolutely no problem <laughs> with uh, with a father who catches someone molesting their child doing whatever pops into their mind, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. I, I, Plead amen. temporary insanity, amen.
1: you know. I don't know what, but I mean, holy cow, man! What a what a just flop of Morality, or I don't even know what the... Justice, I guess. What a flop of justice this is. That the person who is a questioned child molester gets out three days later. The person who opened fire on the questioned child molester... Is denied bail and said that he's a danger to, you know, he could cause bodily harm yeah. to someone. I don't think he's going to cause bodily harm to anyone unless he catches you, you know, molesting a child. Yeah. You know? I don't Yeah, know. yeah, it's like, okay, so wait, he missed the first time. <laughs> yeah.
0: So maybe if this is true, we just let him out and yeah. say, hey, don't miss this time. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Give him a little wink as Look, he just, walks out the door. I, I, we could solve it if indeed he. <laughs> You, he, okay, he's charged with reckless endangerment. Right. Okay, whatever that serves. I think that he made a mistake by shooting at a car with more than just one person in it. Because lawfully in no. this country, that they are going to go after that, and they are going to well, they're going to harp and, on you that.
1: You know, I'm sure he probably stuck the gun out the window of his car and shot on the road. And yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah. if you're going to carry a pistol. You know, I hate to quote Spider-Man here, but great power comes with great responsibility, right? You're going to carry something like that around. You better be pretty damn judicious in when and where you choose to pull it out, and for what (laughs) reasons. I think he had a perfectly justified reason for pulling the gun out. If he could have somehow held the person there... Or something, you know, and, and held them at gunpoint until police arrived or something like that. I think it would have been a whole different if story. If he would
0: have shot the guy and killed him, do you think he'd be facing murder charges? Oh,
1: absolutely he would because the guy, I mean, you can't be judge, jury, and an executioner, yeah. you know. I but mean, what if it Under the out eyes that of the if, law, if, under yeah, the eyes of the law, that's what if, how they what would What if there's see physical
0: it. evidence that he was... Molesting this child.
1: Then I mean that would probably uh, the jury
0: would let the him the jury
1: go. would probably yeah acquit him. I I could see him. Would you oh, him? I would acquit him. Absolutely. Would you acquit him? Even I would under, acquit. Him, right I now? would acquit him right now. I would acquit him. So would I. Yeah. yeah. If I was I sitting too. on his jury, I would. Because
0: I would also. But this is one of those oh, instances. That is a uh, Amber Alert. Amber alert. <sighs> Amber alert. Speak of the devil. Burnett, Texas. Dang, Burnett's not far from us. Yeah. No. About that an hour and a half. Yep. Well. Yeah, let's give it. Let's give it two hours. Let's give it two hours. Maybe a yeah, little. You know, something like that. Yeah, but it's it's up there by Buchanan Lake, Burnett. Burnet, Texas, Lake Buchanan. Yeah, which no lakes in Texas are really lakes. There's only one real lake. Most of them are reservoirs. That's right. You no know, man-made. Man-made. <coughs> the only but, uh, real one is Lake Keto. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. I don't want to get too off off the t- yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will, here. I will, we're, I will, I will finish. Here. Yeah, I will finish <laughs> on on this with because I don't, I don't want to, you know, tie too much in. But I do feel like there is, you know, stories like this are sad for everybody for damn sure. You wish it never happened in the first place, but I, I do believe this is showcasing major holes in our justice system because, like, like, I mean, there has to be some leeway, man. This guy is, a, I mean. It, if you've been a father or a parent, I yep. mean, everybody says they do the same. Right. So who's the jury? You know, and and I, I do question bond having bond, but when when you know the trial is going to take a long time, and it's a case like this, I think holding this guy for that long, as long as this trial is going to take, because it's so public now, yep. is I think that's cruelty. This is an upset father. You're going to hold him in prison now for defending his family? So what message are you really sending here? You know, what message are you sending that a child molester's out and has the freedom to go around? Supposed child molester. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to take their word for it at this point. It's this big. It's out there, you know? Yeah. But anyone that would do that is fucking walking around. You know, and someone who tried to take that because they're so upset that they knew that justice wasn't being served. And they try to take it into their own hands because of their supreme frustration. Right. You know, I, I just feel like there's some real, there's some real, it's just not right, man. Yeah. You know, it's just not right. Like, at least give the guy bail. If there's ever a time for bail, give yeah. the guy bail, man. No, he hasn't shown Let him go to
1: work so he can pay for his court charges that he's gonna have to pay for. And
0: here's and here's and here's how you should go to work. He's been paid as a professional UFC fighter. This is what I was gonna say earlier. That's how you fix the problem. He is a professional he was the heavyweight champion, so here's how you do it. Pay per view. (laughs) They sanction it. Somebody sanctions it and says this guy molested a child. Usually we wouldn't sanction this. But today we're going to be a just society. Yeah. Cain Velasquez versus the just child really molester in yes. a sanctioned match. I was match. Just
1: about to say, it'll be like that old show. Remember Bully Beatdown? Yes, exactly yes. right, dude.
0: <laughs> I say let it happen, man. Yeah. And, then, and then let the trial play out after it. You know, he gets a little money to at least pay for his... Hey, the other guy will get paid, too. That's the most he'll ever get so his family can pay for his cost that he'll need. Right. You know? Uh Hopefully to bury his ass because if you do that, you should. I just believe in a strong society. You set a precedent with people who want to do that to the most vulnerable in our society. Yep. You know. No, I
1: agree. I am uh, on the side of capital punishment
0: yeah. when it comes to heinous crimes like co- that, man. And and again, you know, there. I get it. I I totally get it. There's a slippery slope for just taking it all into your own hands, and I don't. We don't want to live in a society like that. That's why we want our, our law system and our justice system to work properly and, and, and to get people like that the hell out of here, you know, no. and quit with that second chance. What are you, a second chance to go get somebody else? I mean, there's a time for that. I get it. There, there are circumstances. And I do think part of the problem, to me, in my opinion, and I'm, I'm not smart, so it's just my opinion, but it seems like that the system is very stiff. Matter of fact, and it needs a little bit more leeway in people's cases and understanding who they're working with. It's like you can kind of see who people are and their reputitious behavior. You know, yeah. like, okay, this person's just repeating these or has has a history of this. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's very likely that they're going to get out. And, 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 and I mean, I guess that's what they're doing in this case. But boy, are they missing here. You know, keep not denying this guy bail, you know. I don't know. I just thought this was absurd, oh, yeah, and, I, I and that's, that's why uh, I wanted to talk about it. Like I
1: said, I think that I do
0: believe that is a flop
1: of justice. You know, yeah. if anything, I think that the uh, <laughs> the UFC fighter should have been the one getting out on bail, and the child molester should have been the one being held without bail until your fucking court case. Exactly. Until we, until we, you can prove yourself via evidence that you are yes. not a fucking child molester. Yep. You know. And it would be safer. They're, 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 it would yeah, be safer, you know. And I, there are some people who would probably argue with that and say, "Well, what about innocent until proven guilty?" Right. And I mean, then maybe you should have held them both in, in, with without bail because you should yeah. have considered them both to be potentially harmful to 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 innocent people. You yeah. Know? Or I mean,
0: or potentially innocent until proven guilty as well. I right. mean, at that case, because again, I mean, dude, it really changes if if this guy is guilty. Of molesting this child, to me I mean, I, I I just it's it's very hard morally to disagree with a father to go going through something like that. Yep. I mean I'm sorry, man. Oh, no, I agree. Like you shouldn't if you're riding around with that person, you've put yourself in danger at that point in a certain way. I don't care who that is to you. You know, you should turn him in if you know that's gone on. Are you kidding? What do you even write I mean? What is this person doing out at all? Like, what type, of, what type of a place is this? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't uh, The one other thing, the last thing I'm going to say about this, and I'm going to end this and go to the next uh, topic on, on this, but you've said this before, that there used to be a way in this country, possibly, where when a case came up to the jury, when something happened, that the jury could not only... Make uh, a decision on the actual case. Right. But they could also start, they could make the a decision. Jury nullification. Yeah, jury yes. nullification. They could make a decision on the actual law itself. Right. And you know, this one's tough because he didn't shoot the accused molester. Yeah. If he would have shot the accused molester, it would have been very more clear. Do you know what I mean? Right. But the, this is something, at least the bail side of this, that we're talking about should at least be looked at like... Like, should the molester person accused of molesting someone also be held in prison right. and not allowed out maybe in this situation? And yep. you not try to just all of a sudden... Like, it seems like they want him to be guilty and they're trying to make everything, all the decks stacked against him. That's what it seems like to me. Right. And like, like he's the evil one. Keep him in jail. He's the dangerous one. Yeah. Like... like the, that's what it seems like. Yeah, no, to me. I,
1: that's that, that's what it is. Seems During like that is that's vacation, what it is. You know, is you know.
0: and and here's here's what they should consider in this. If if they could do this and I don't know what the law states, but right. if they could is that should a if someone's in a situation like this where you have someone accused of child molestation, should they be denied bail? Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know no, what I, mean? I think that should be
1: absolutely. <laughs> I think that uh, you know, you won't hear me say the words "that should be a law" very often, <laughs> but I think
0: you you got me there. Yeah. I think you know, yeah. No, well, you, okay, so, and then so speaking of children, this is another kind of tragic story turned very, very like oh, it was, may we it, say godly, like you know, oh, almost yeah. a spiritual type of uh, experience here in this county. That's right, right here, not not very far from where we are. Last night a young boy the age of 5 went missing was outside with his dog I believe and yep. went out on the ranch was walking to another residence maybe on the property or something and yep. and uh, went completely missing and I believe that the dog's can you can correct me if I'm wrong yep. but and the dog's uh, uh, dog or the the dogs I don't know if it was multiple came back wet the boy never came back and so there was an all night search didn't find him until uh, Many people, including yourself, right. from the community came in and went on a very large search party, found this young kid alive, yep. man, uh, and had been slightly injured or was not No, injured. he wasn't.
1: Uh, actually, actually uh, none of the uh, foot search party found him. It was actually the helicopter that, that, uh, that ultimately spotted him. Wow. Yeah, and they, and they spotted him uh, quite a bit further, I think, than they were expecting to. Uh he was he was okay. He's actually the one who flagged down the helicopter, so he was walking, you know, he uh we watched him get taken from the ambulance to the uh, airlife helicopter there at the end, you know, after we had hiked back in and and it was a uh you know, I just want to take this time to say, I mean, Bandera County really shined this morning. You know, I think. Bandera yeah. County, Texas really shined this morning. We really really proved what a community can do, you know. Even with all of what's going on in the world right now, you know, people took time out of their jobs. People lost, you know, people sacrificed money to come out here and, and, and come together, pool our resources, and get the job done, you know. Find yeah, this missing child that needed yeah. found. And uh, there was plenty of, uh, I mean, I'll bet you there was probably... The call went out for volunteers at about nine o'clock this morning. They were they had been saying they didn't want volunteers all night long last night because I guess they were uh, they were using infrared, and that you know if you got a bunch of people out there walking around, it's yeah. not going to help your case when you're looking for body heat. Um, I think they were also uh, trying to employ some hounds, and so you didn't want a bunch of different scent trails out there, you know. But I guess after those methods had failed all night long. They finally at about nine o'clock this morning put out the call for volunteers. And uh, I work at a factory. There's six of us that work there. And as soon as the call went out for volunteers, we all just headed, you know, all six of us straight for the time clock, you know, the boss included. I mean, you know, I mean, it was just like, drop what you're doing, you know, we got to go get this kid found. And uh, we went out there and I mean, what a, it was, it was awesome. By the time we got out there, there was already like 200 people probably, you know, that had showed up. I mean, I think they probably got more
0: than they probably yeah. probably wanted to, yeah, you know, I think, I think yeah. it probably
1: turned into a little bit of a logistical But even the people, probably, yeah. even people sharing but, uh, information,
0: you yeah, know, no. uh, communicating information yeah. and, and things like that, it's, it, it, it everything helps, you know, yeah. any way, you know, anything, but you and know, people so, showed up just willing to help, Yep. Yeah, and we just did a grid
1: system, started walking out. And uh, I we we'd probably been out there for about an hour and a half or so. Our our team had, and uh, finally we kind of just got the shouts. You know, heard heard the chain of shouts saying they found them. You know, And a big old big cheer went up. You know, I mean, it was it was it was awesome. It was know? an like, emotional. Experience, it was like what man, a you know wow. it was like it was boom a spiritual experience. Because you know when when you're walking out, and you know my my wife came with me. You know, and in the car on the way there, I was. You like, may see something. Yeah, that you'll never I was unsee. like, I was like, babe, I want you to understand. You know, we're, he's been out there in the cold all night long. They haven't found him. They're not picking up body heat. Like, I was like, just, you know, I hate to say it, but just know you could, yeah. you know, know what you're potentially gonna find. Maybe,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and it was, and when the, when the shout went out that he had been found and he was alive, it was just man, like, man. it was like, wow. I mean, my, and my 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 you know, wife was
0: very you know, like, I mean, she was completely invested in this story, following it every step of the way, trying to talk to people, like, she was very emotionally distraught about this, and, like, the the fact, I, I was, like, it de- I devastated, because, I, I mean, we have, we have kids. Yeah, man, I know? have and a five-year-old like, son. That can happen, man. I have you know, a five-year-old yeah.
1: son, you know, just like this boy.
0: <laughs> you know, could just wander I off mean, or do something, and make a mistake like that, and, and and there's so many things that I I feel and man, when I when I when I heard that he was alive, man, I was just like that is an absolute miracle, man. I no, mean, it is. I mean, I mean that is a tough. What a tough boy. little
1: kid, dude, for sure, man. It was cold. It was cold night before, la- uh, last night, I guess. You not know, only not that, night, but you're out there I in mean, the
0: dark. Yeah. You know, out here on the, I mean, on these ranches where it's not, there's no light. And they found here.
1: his boots in a creek, apparently. So at some point throughout the night, he lost his shoes. He was
0: barefoot, like I mean. So I wonder if he. A, I wonder if he just walked through the night, or if he just curled up and laid. From, from how far away he got, I would
1: say he probably walked a good part of the night. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. Nobody
0: knows. Yeah. You know,
1: but but him. But uh.
0: How do, do, yeah. How was his disposition when they found him? Was he in shock?
1: Yeah. No. They, they, he was very cold. I watched an interview with his grandmother. Afterwards, uh, because I mean there was all sorts of news, news uh, vans and cameras and stuff all over the place there, and I watched an interview with his grandmother who said that, you know they didn't they didn't have much of a conversation, you know he was he was very cold, and uh, but he was alert, he was awake, he was responsive, which is all good signs, very good signs, yeah. you know I think that he'll. I, I believe he'll make a full recovery. Oh, you know, from what I've yeah, heard, he's yeah. gonna make a full recovery, yeah. and it's and it and it's kids are very awesome.
0: kids are frugal as yeah. far as that's concerned. It's a traumatic situation though, and he was I mean, man to state how, I mean I've been in sleeping bags out out in the hills when mm-hmm. it's cold, you know, and been in a sleeping bag, and been super cold. Yep. Like to the point where I'm so uncomfortable, I'm like, man, I don't think I'm going to do this again for a while. Even though, <laughs> yeah. then I start to get the urge to do it again. You yeah. Think? But still, that's with the sleeping bag and preparedness. This kid went out with no. He had a short sleeve shirt on, right? I mean. I, I know. He, or, I did, I,
1: I know it was lime green. They told us from the description it was lime green. But I, it was a shirt. It's not like a all, jacket it wasn't like or anything. a jacket. I don't think, jacket. think. Yeah.
0: Man, what a miracle! Really, what an absolute miracle! And and I I know that. Uh, for everyone, I, there's just so many things going on in the world, like you said, and people lose things every day. And uh, you know, we all sit there and soak in these stories, and and you know, maybe we should. You know, maybe it's human of us to just do that. You know, but right. man, when one works out like this, you know, and he gets to see the rest of his life, yep. man, that is a real. I mean, it's... When you're in... I mean, that, that's just a great thing. You know, like, very, very glad they found that, that kid alive. Oh, yeah. That is, like, really awesome. But, oh, okay, yeah, well, we'll move on to the next yeah. thing because, you know, that's kind of heavy, especially, you know. I mean, right. and, and we're emotionally attached to it because it's a local yeah. thing. You were right there the street, at, yeah. at, no, in a was... search party. I mean, you, you felt the feeling of it. But, uh, again, you know, it's not to... There are these little stories like this all over the world right where communities come these together and if, every we sp- if we spread this information similar to we spread the other information, we will have a lot more faith in each other around the world and understand each other a lot better right. who we really are you know because I think there are a lot of communities that would do that for people around you know yep. if given the opportunity. Not to take away oh, from yeah, our no, community, th- yeah, but no. it does. It does. I'm oh, not. You know? Yeah, no. I think that that would
1: happen in pretty much any community in this country. Yeah, you know. So it's really the, good. You know. Yeah,
0: it's good. A good, good thing uh, for sure. There. Absolutely. Bad that it happened. Great that it had Great. the outcome that it did. Yeah.
1: Great the way it turned out. Yeah.
0: So then uh, the next thing we did promise last week that we would get into the Texas governor. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, getting and, and I think that we both <laughs> looked at this. We probably started to do some digging. And realize okay. that they've already the establishment doesn't just work on a federal level, in my opinion, Levi. And I'll turn no. this over to you. It works on a state level as well. And I believe that, and from what the not what what we've kind of discussed already, is that the establishment has picked its two candidates, in my opinion. Right. That it is going to push into the Texas elections for governor, and that is the. You know the seated governor right now, Greg Abbott, obviously, and right. uh, Beto O'Rourke. Looks like those are going to be the two people that get to push once again. I did want to mention. I know you want to mention somebody else, but I wanted to mention again Alan West because I know. Yeah. I know in this may be a localized s- sensation, but I know in this county for sure he has a lot of support. Right. You know what I mean? Like people love him. Yeah. And uh, I just don't want to ignore that because I do acknowledge that... And I've heard... Uh, he seems like a great character. I don't really... I don't know politically that we align with probably a lot of things. I'm sure we do miss on some things there. Right. You know? 4.20 legalization <laughs> yeah. in one. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I don't know what he believes about all that stuff. Uh, really, I, I don't know enough about him per se, but the things that I have heard... I think he's a strong character, and I think he's a good guy, and uh, I do think that he would not be a horrible candidate, in my personal opinion, from what I've seen. But, right. you know, um, possibly better than the two mainstream candidates that we have. And then you said the other one that you... Uh, there's
1: on. also another one, uh, Don Huffines.
0: Don, and, and he is uh, more of a... He's more of a, kind of
1: like a libertarian Republican, I guess you could call him, Ah. Uh, do you There's like a,
0: his stances on things?
1: Well, I like his stance on pri- on uh, property tax. Uh, we should abolish it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> you know? so this guy should uh, get the uh, nod. Yeah. No. yeah.
1: So, you know, Don Huffines, I could very well end up voting for him, you know, even though I know that, I mean, it's going to come down to... Does he to seem Abbott like a strong Roark, enough you
0: know? guy to... Does he seem like a strong enough personality to you to really run the state of Texas on a... On a level like that, deal with the pressures.
1: You know, I I don't know uh, whether or not he would be a capable governor governor if he got in. You know, I I don't know. He, he seems like a pretty regular guy to me. You know, uh, but uh, I don't believe he has the the uh, the character to win the governor's race.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. You know, but uh, but you know, like Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson is a guy that if you just watched him give a speech, he'd be like, this guy's never been governor of a state before, you know? I (laughs) will say this about New Mexico, though.
0: (laughs) People people overlook New Mexico, man. New Mexico, that's an authentic place, dude. That is an authentic place. You want an authentic experience, go to New Mexico. Anywhere. It's just so different everywhere. It's a crazy state, man. Yeah. Like, I mean that in the best way possible, and we're going to see it. We're going to see it next this year. year, this summer. And we're going to see a lot of it, because we're going to the northern part. And and they call that the land of enchantment. So so they, And there's a small enough population in New Mexico that they could do that purple thing, you know, and get right. Gary Johnson in there. That's crazy, man. I lived there for a while, you know. Yeah, He was pretty respected, you know. I mean, obviously, he wasn't hated. I right. mean, there's people that don't like him. There's people who do. And there's people that are indifferent, like anything, but he wasn't, people liked him, you know, he wasn't, I mean, I would think, and especially in where I lived there, there were more people of the left mentality where I lived. Right. And I was in my 20s at the time, so I was, you know, in a, in a younger community, per se, but, uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of red thinkers, you know, and, and more conservative-minded people. And I think that actually speaks for the larger part the country, Levi, but I was thinking in my head when it came to the governor's race, what I really don't like about the two mainstream candidates is their complete polarization from one another. Yeah. I mean, I do believe that we have a purple state. I do understand that I live in the rural areas. I love the rural areas of Texas. I believe that's what provides so much of our culture, and I love it. And they are mostly a lot of red leaning areas, the rural areas, and right. I totally love that and I acknowledge that. But I also think you'd be a fool not to acknowledge that the major cities are obviously more liberal and deal with different circumstances than you live out in the rural areas. Right. So I'm not afraid of meeting people in the middle and with a good purple libertarian candidate that says, "Hey, let's let's address some of these issues like property taxes." Yeah. And hey, while we're at it, the income tax you know what I mean? Well, no. Texas already doesn't no, have yeah, a state yeah, income tax. Yeah, you Yeah, know? that's right. So we that, already got true. that taken care of. That's I mean, true. You know, that next is, one, that's true. Next one. To well, let's not lose that, that for sure. Yeah. So, so, Beto, basically, to me, is a no brainer. I just cannot get behind that guy. Yeah. You know, he just does not. I, I do not. I just don't. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he, he's too radical, too far that way for me. And, yeah. and uh, I just don't. The whole gun thing, man, like. Don't even talk about that. Just don't yeah. even bring that up. You know, like like stay away from that lane, and just go into something else. Beto that, just
1: needs to remember that even the liberals in Austin own AR fifteen. Yes, the liberals <laughs> okay. in these hills
0: <laughs> yeah. want their guns. Yeah, no one wants yeah. to mess with that. That is not a good idea. That, that's one of the worst things he's ever done, and it's very hard to ever forget that. Right. That will never go Hell away yes, from him. yes, we're gonna thing. take your AR fifteen. But now you're right about the income tax. What else? What else could? What else could a good libertarian candidate do? Legalize marijuana. Absolutely. Stop the war on drugs. Um, Which is,
1: I think, might be the one and only thing Beto has going for him. There is, yeah. if you want to sacrifice everything else for weed. <laughs> but know? does he does he, he really for... believe in that? That's my yeah, thing or about does Beto. He just say that no, like, that, I all don't the trust other him. mainstream Democrat nah. candidates. I don't know? trust him. Yeah, I
0: don't trust him. I think he might move the needle forward a little bit, but I don't know how much as the governor he can do when everyone else in the state is red. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He will have such an uphill battle with that. I don't think that it, that will have to be an and an, and also you know I think that that's something that's. It has to be their idea. It's gonna,
1: yeah, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, you know, naturally, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's only something that you can hold back for so I, long. I am
0: under the belief, though, that this is a, a a much larger social issue. Here's why certain politicians, especially on the conservative side, don't think that marijuana and 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 the drug war, just the entire policy, is flawed. You know, they don't want. They don't think it's a big deal. They think that it's not, with everything else going on in the world, that it's just something that's just not important. But it's not from an economic standpoint, but socially, really. I mean, it it it, people lose life over it, you know, and like they do lose economically over it too. Like it is a much bigger deal than I think some people give credit to. And uh, I've 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 actually had a conversation with the guy that was running for Congress from Texas. About this. And that's exactly what he told me. And that's why I kind of... I don't generalize all of them that... All people of conservative thinking that way. But, I mean, I kind of do understand that that's why they don't just like... Come on, why don't you just legalize it? They're like, bigger fish to fry, dude. Yeah. Go get high somewhere else. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, first of all, this is my home. (laughs) And I want to get high here. You know what (laughs) I mean? If I want to get high. You know, and I don't want you telling me, Mr. Freedom... What I yeah, I don't want you in my bedroom anyway. Right. Do you know what I mean? And that's just it. Like, you know. Look, don't let them sell weed in stores. Put put like restraints on it so kids can't get it. I'm for it. That's fine. Right. Let me grow some weed. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? We yeah. can solve this problem. You don't even have to. You know, it's just a part of the garden. Yeah. Oh no, wait. It's a Schedule One substance, right? Really? Well, you know, yeah, it I mean, f- it, it, it's a insane. Yeah, it's not that so one gets me, man. That really gets me on the conservative side. So <laughs> when you look at these two candidates, you know, and I think that, that again, like the guns, like that is that it leads into a lot of other issues, but for now it is just a social issue. But it does lead into other things. Just like the the drugs are a social issue, but it leads into a lot of other areas where it right. causes massive harm to people. Same thing with the guns So it's very hard to get behind Either one of these types of politicians, yeah. you know, to me.
1: Well, you know, I mean, let's, let's talk about, like, Greg Abbott's track record, you know. I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were really pissed at Greg Abbott, right? And I think about, by about six months into the pandemic, we were like, okay, you know, like... You can still tell, you know, that things are going on. But, like, nothing's being enforced, you know. And, and I, th- I think that Abbott, over the course of the pandemic, I think he set himself... I believe that Abbott will most likely win again. Uh, I think he set himself up to be... I don't think O'Rourke will even give him a run for his money. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong. But... Well, I think the fact that Joe Biden endorsed. Texas is one of the. Throughout the pandemic, Texas was one of the freest states. And I don't think that can be ignored. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to remember that. You're right. No, you're right. And another thing Abbott did uh, while, you know, over the course of the pandemic was pass constitutional carry, which is something that a lot of. You're right about that. No. And hey, look.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know. Hey, I commend him. We've commended Greg Abbott on this podcast a couple of times on some things I right. know we have, uh, and you know we've also knocked him when and he's not yeah, no, when he's, he's, he's not the best really, he's not the strongest governor in the world he's not the worst you know right. and I, I I think he's a little bit you know, a little bit Bush like to me sometimes yeah. you know oh, he's definitely Bush esque at the same time <laughs> you know for our state he's got a feel for a lot of people in our state yeah. and and you know I mean I, I do believe that but he also misses on some on no, some c- critical things. And you can't, I, I really wish that he would just listen to, it would make it so much easier to just, you know, you know, there's just certain issues. Man, the marijuana thing is just such a big one. And I know it's a personal yeah. one for me, so I, I know that it's a little biased, but man, that's just such an easy win for a Republican governor. And look, you've already had Joe Biden endorse every Republican governor in the country. Yeah. By just his actions. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Remember, we said a long time ago, Joe Biden's going to bring everybody together. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, yeah. You know, all in time, we'll all understand. You know, yep. he did. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe bring not. Him you know, maybe not the way. Him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the governor race, I do think it's going to be Greg Abbott. My prediction that Greg Abbott and Beto—that's all. That's pretty that's obvious yeah, that's that, that obvious that's one. happening. All right, uh, and I think Obama and I think
1: McCain election here later in a... and uh. Here in Texas. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like that.
0: It's kind of very standardized, you know, for yeah. more of the same kind of, but through the times we live in right now, I think people would much rather keep a generalized same and not have some real radical element come in. And I, I do believe for that reason that... Uh, that... Abbott will probably regain the governorship and 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 I do believe there are some people there. I have friends that support Beto. Uh, uh, so you know more power to him I, I don't I'm not critical. I understand why people want indifference and change. And right. I, I get I get people's plight and a lot of people live in cities and maybe have a different you know different circumstance than me. They see the world that like different, but oh yeah uh, you know. There are a lot of people in this state on both sides that don't like B.T. He's not that popular. I mean, he did lose to Ted Cruz in the senator race. I mean, and Ted Cruz is kind of popular, but I mean, yeah. I think people do without him, you know, just fine, honestly. Yep. I mean, if there was someone in, you know, in his own party that was a little bit less Cringy, they came along and probably <laughs> yeah. pushed him right out. You know, honestly, yeah. a little, you know? little
1: less cringy. <laughs> but
0: I mean, yeah, and you know, honestly, now we can just go into this last part. We have about fifteen or twenty minutes to just kind of rip on this because I was listening to Ted Cruz talk about um, what's going on in the Ukraine. He was uh, who's the secretary of God, Victoria Newland, I believe mm. he, he was. She was testifying before the Senate. And he, was, he said something, you know, two reasons why he, this is Biden's fault, what's going on in the Ukraine. And said the first one was Afghanistan, the weakness of Afghanistan and how we showed that weakness there. And the second one was the pipeline, allowing the Nordstrom 2 pipeline, you know. And I don't, again, I don't know anything. We don't know anything about this area in this region like everyone else. No one knows, you know. But but listening to the people in our country and and uh, it it just fascinates me because first of all Joe Biden has some things to do with what's going on today, but what's going on over there for surely has is an is is age old you know these conflicts that we get involved in it's like saying that you know. People that call Southerners today in America, why do they say that? No. Because they still remember the time when those states were in the South. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... History... Like, these conflicts don't happen, didn't happen because Joe Biden was in office. Like, I I just don't buy that sentiment. You know, I believe... Like, it may... It does matter, I'm sure, what type of leader America has in office. And that may be that what he does have is that They saw it a good time, obviously, uh, to go and do something under this administration, very possibly. You know, like, that could matter. But, I mean, I think this, in some ways, is an inevitable conflict because of the history of the region. It just shows that it's probably inevitable. Now, mix that with NATO not disbanding and not getting out of the region and, you know, building uh, the new empire, the Soros Empire... Yeah. In Over fact there. let's play a clip. Pull that clip up, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, pull that clip real quick. Let's get that Soros Empire.
1: That's you know? Soros Empire. Now for anyone who doesn't know who George Soros is, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know. Only one of the you know most well, popular. Con- or people congratulations, too, yeah, yeah, right? Or yeah. Or maybe <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Depending right. on how you
0: look at it. yeah uh,
1: you know he's a, a major funder of the Clintons, BLM. You know he's a big part of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab's thing. You know, I mean,
0: putting pallets of bricks. He on pretty the much world. is I like mean, it, I'm not gonna say, it, it, he, I'm, not gonna say he, I'm not gonna say he put the yeah, pallets of bricks yeah, there himself. No, but yeah, they were there. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I would say, I would almost call him pretty much the powerhouse behind the West. I mean, his all of the institutions and stuff that he put in place and and got going. You know what I mean? Uh, does he deal with Klaus Schwab? Like, are they are they connected? George Soros and, and Klaus yeah. Schwab. I I, th- I believe that George Soros is a is a contributor to the World Economic Forum. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. You know, I don't know if they do like business dealings together or something like that.
0: The Soros Empire. Uh,
1: yeah, the Soros. Yeah, but uh, we got this clip of uh, Soros talking about how. Uh, the Soros Empire is pretty much replaced the Soviet Empire, and we're you know, not perfect timing yeah.
0: on the clip, but dude, we're getting better. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. We're getting better with it. Definitely, man. Definitely. So when did when when was this? When did George Soros say this? yeah uh, you know
1: I, I don't even know. We'll find out Yeah, I couldn't even really, we'll yeah, couldn't out, even but, really but, answer okay, so that. This for is you right George now. Soros, but I, I do know that this is a video of George Soros saying some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's clear. You know. yeah. Soviet Empire
0: collapsed, and as the Empire uh, uh, collapsed, uh, 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 I moved in and picked up the pieces. Uh, first
1: in Hungary in 1984, uh, and then Poland in, for, in 87, China in 87 as well. Uh, and uh, so, so this is how the
0: this uh, what I'm, the Soros Empire. Uh, <laughs> replacing the Soviet Empire.
1: <laughs> so because
0: because this guy has so much influence in our country and our politics, does someone like Ted Cruz not truly believe? And maybe I'm maybe I'm being too hard on him. Maybe if you were to talk about him, he would agree that okay, long term, I agree. There's probably more to this, right? You know, but if that happened in 1984, old Soros started to freaking basically. You know, get involved in the politics of Eastern Europe. Yep. You know, the old... What was the Soviet Union after they disbanded? He just said it. 1984 was before they... While at the very beginning of their disbandment. Yeah, their yeah, you know? collapse. So, you know, you don't think that has some relevance of what's going on today? Right. That definitely does. Oh, I mean, yeah. to understand this issue is is completely... Yeah. We also have to remember that
1: Vladimir Putin... During this time, when the Soros Empire started taking over the Soviet Empire, Vladimir Putin was a KGB agent. And I don't know what that means, but that does not sound good. Okay. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? That was pretty much, the KGB was like the CIA freaking private assassins, pretty much, you know, of the the Soviet Empire. And, and, uh, I mean, Vladimir Putin was like high up in it. If anybody knows... Probably the fundamentals of what happened, and, and you know, and the, the the different power structures that changed into what hands, you know, it's probably someone like Putin, you know. Uh, and
0: Here's what we need. What's that? Here's what we need. Putin, Joe Rogan experience.
1: <laughs> Get him <laughs> on. Get him on. Get him on there. Let's see what he thinks. Maybe yeah. this will solve <laughs> it, <him>, dude.
0: <laughs> Shit, what if it did? What if it went on and then it stopped? You know, it's like everyone uh, like came down. They were like, "Hey, wait, let's communicate this." Right. And then it came that Joe Rogan was kind of our de facto if, president. Dude, what <laughs> if? Have you ever seen the movie The Interview
1: with uh, with Seth Rogan and James Franco? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I do uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Know where where Kim Jong Un? They, New, they went, Yeah, Kim Jong Un's like their biggest fan. What if uh, What if Vladimir Putin came out tomorrow and he was like, "I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. I want to invite Joe Rogan to Moscow to come to a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do, do you think Joe would go? If there's any podcaster who would go, it's Joe Rogan, yeah. think. I I'll think. I think he's what, an man.
0: open-minded guy. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine the communication? I mean, that would throw an absolute wrench. <laughs> but I mean, I think it would be very helpful for the world to understand Yeah. where where he Vladimir Putin and his administration is coming from. Because we want this to stop. That's the goal, right? Right. So you have to understand where the people that are doing it are coming from. If you don't understand that, it's not going to stop. Right. It's going to get worse until we're all pulled into it and we're all drug into this shit, you know? And that's where it's that's where it's really heading because people in our country, I think we went over this enough last week. I don't want to rehash it, but man, our leadership is... is They're foaming at the mouth for war. Yeah, they're poor, man. Our leadership is poor. They are bad decision makers. Like we need to really figure out how we're gonna overhaul this system come 2022 with our voting rights, man. If that's what, if that's how we're gonna take it back in a free way, if democracy works, right? You know, we need to go and get some candidates in there that are just completely different. Get all of them out. You know, every, I don't care what side you're on or what side, like find someone new and put them in, you know, and, and just give it a wash. And it's time to, you know, it's something has to be done. If that can't be done, then the only way it's going to have to be a way that nobody really wants in this country. But you, you know, to say that our leadership is good, it would be a, look, It would be just a huge mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're not even... It's like, you can't even talk about that. Our leadership is so bad that I don't trust it with anything. Definitely not fighting a big war and doing that, playing those games. You know, people are crazy to me that think that this is, would any type of way, a good idea. And, you know, we'll end the episode the same way we started. I'm going to turn it over to you now and let you kind of... To talk about this a little bit wherever yeah. you want to go with this have your time today is the day where gas prices reached an all time high in America in our country I know and I know this means this for a lot of people and a lot of people that have dealt with a lot worse but for for us in this country for people in America listening or that would come across even thinking about this is like fuel is in everything we do yep. in our country you know Highest prices today. What do you think? I think that uh, apparently
1: it's just the price we're going to have to pay, Boone, to have a clean conscience. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Let me start because, up my test. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah. You know, <clears throat> I believe that uh, the, the gas prices uh conundrum could be solved with a very simple uh, principle, and that is free trade. And I don't believe that... Uh, I don't believe in the hypocritical reasons that are being put forth as to why we have to just completely cut off trade with Russia and disrupt our uh our entire you know the entire oil market pretty much you know and don't get me wrong I actually am completely in favor of America producing all of the oil we need I be- I don't think there's any reason we should be importing oil from from anyone really yeah, be dependent, I think that I the think. I think that the uh the optimal option would be for us to be pretty much self dependent on, uh, on oil. Uh, I, but I also understand that we have put ourselves in a position where we cannot just, you can't just pull a lever and just flip a switch and have all of this just solved tomorrow. Yeah. You know, even if we did ramp up oil production. Completely, you know, I mean, today, they announced today that we are not buying any more oil from Russia. No more oil from Russia. So even if we flipped on those systems here in America today and we started pumping all the oil we needed, we're still going to go through a a rough patch. Gas prices are going to continue rising for at least a little while, you know. Uh, So
0: that's not an immediate fix. Uh, Do you think they're going to go down after they rise, or do you think they'll rise, get high, and stay there for a while?
1: I think that... on the current trajectory, they'll rise, get high, and stay there for a while. I think. I think that uh, I don't see them just coming back down. You know, just kind of gently setting themselves back to where they were. I don't see that happening. You know, I think that that this goes beyond oil. I think that we're in the middle of the great reset right now. Really, yeah. I mean, when it comes to our, when it comes to the world financial system and markets, I mean, we're in the middle of a. Great shifting of power right now, and you know I just I wanted to touch on something too. Uh, I I mentioned the whole clean conscience thing, and I, I got that from a uh, clip from the Stephen get, Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Yes, he used. Yeah. He didn't care if gas got to fifteen dollars I Had to get in my Tesla, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, you know he yeah. doesn't care. He's got a Tesla, but you know, but but uh, so you know, if you don't have enough money to go buy, you know. A, $50,000 car, you know, screw you, you can pay for $15 yeah. you know, an hour gas because we need a clean conscience for, for not buying oil from Russia and funding the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Okay, you know, I, I might be able to, to, to see the, uh, the rhetoric behind that if we hadn't also simultaneously announced that we're going to ramp up our imports of oil from Saudi Arabia. Who, for some reason, is our bi- one of our biggest allies in this world? I've never understood that. I, it had I. I can only assume it has everything to do with their oil. You know, well, uh, it's a geopolitical
0: and, geopolitical finger in that region, to, as well. You know, having that uh, that relationship, it's yeah, beneficial. But, but, I mean, but, but I was just talking
1: about hypocrisy. Talk about a hypo- hypocritical geopolitical finger. Oh, in a region. No, no, I, I mean, totally no, agree. No, yeah, with yeah. You. I'm not I trying totally to say agree that you agree. Yeah, you know, I mean. We're 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 boycotting Russian oil because they're invading Ukraine and there have been about roughly 500 civilian casualties in this conflict so far, right? And that's terrible. That's terrible. I don't believe there should be any civilian. You know, I believe that civilian casualties should be avoided at all costs during war. Yeah, and people picking know? up their lives and, and leaving, you know, right, refugees. You know, it's it's, yep. it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's and uh,
1: but we're buying oil from Saudi Arabia, who since 2014 has been bombarding. Yemen, over 12,000 Yemenis, I guess that's how you say it, yeah. Yemenis, yeah. civilian casualties since 2015. That, that just, I mean, where were the Yemen flags in everybody's profile pictures? Where was the Yemen uh, national colors all over the place? Where was all the news coverage? Where was the, where were the sanctions? My goodness, where were the sanctions, man? Why, I mean, it's just pure hypocrisy, in, in my opinion, you know? And I believe in free trade, you know? Uh, if you can somehow go through the mental gymnastics in your head to justify trading with Saudi Arabia, you can justify trading with Russia, you know? I just, uh, you know, I, but you know, I'm a free trade kind of guy. I believe in, I believe in the Jeffersonian ideal of peace and commerce with all nations and entangling alliances with none. You know, as long as you're not at war with me, I'll continue to trade with you. And the reason is, is because historically speaking, it is true that when goods do not cross borders, soldiers will. And, you know, that's <laughs> that's we're not putting ourselves in a good place right now you know uh, and i'm not saying that like russia is going to be on our shores tomorrow because we're not trading with them but the rest of the world sees this too and we're setting russia, china and ultimately probably even india in the long run against us wouldn't surprise me to see a a sort of a three-way alliance there between those three and uh <laughs> russia or not russia but china and india have the two uh most uh, most manned armies on the planet. I mean, they've got the bodies to throw at any kind of conflict they want to start. You know, you do not want to get into a conflict with either one of those of uh, those two countries. Uh,
0: I will say this, too, before we get too far away from what, the point you were just making, because I really wanted to add this. Not only has that Syrian conflict been going on since 2014 under the Obama administration carried on through the Trump administration, never said a word about it. No one ever said it, and that's fine, whatever, but the hypocrisy speaks very loudly. You're right about that. The other thing is, in this administration, in the Biden administration, when they pulled out of Afghanistan, there was a drone strike after the pullout, and we talked about it, where 11 people were killed in a drone Mm -hmm. strike, and they said there was this new breed of terrorists that was forming in Afghanistan after we pulled out. It was the... Special K, remember? Yeah. Some special ISIS brand or whatever it was, Taliban, whatever it was. You know, they mm-hmm. tried to blame it on. Remember that? Yep. And they and it turned out that that was eleven civilians, mostly children, that they bombed. That they and it's like, oops. Yeah. Where was the Afghan flags for those people? You know Still what I mean? By our own and here, government. In, here we go in Still a twenty by the in, in, in a twenty year war. Nearly fifty thousand Afghan civilians died. That is, uh, what is that? How many of that a year? About five thousand a year? Or yes, no, Is it? Is it? A, is it? Let's see. Twenty 50, years. 50,000. I wouldn't even know how to do that. Let's see before it'd be like, yeah, maybe more than that. Maybe more than that. About twenty five hundred deaths a year. Twenty five hundred deaths a year, just I yep. mean, on average. I mean that's. Civilians, insanity. Civilians. Yeah. That's insanity it's a, and, and to say oh well you can't compare these wars Dude yeah morally You, you should definitely compare this If you have any type of rational thought yeah. Are you kidding You, you're, The country that you are in charge of For most of these leaders here And the, how many How many of these people in congress Right now talking this shit w- Voted for these wars yeah. Afghanistan and Iraq And supported them Probably a lot that are still there, you know. Yep. And for them to even have the audacity to talk about that is disgusting. It's disgusting. It it's really despicable. You know, it's it's shameful. It's demonic. Yeah, truly. You know that you can just turn your head to that, like it's like nothing. Like well, you know, and I think I think that the
1: way a lot of people. Like I said, they pull the mental gymnastics, and I have another topic to talk—a uh, really quick thing before we yeah, end the episode today it. about gymnastics. I don't know; you you might have heard of this, uh, but anyway, the people who pull these mental gymnastics in their head to, to to somehow justify the Middle Eastern wars, but think that the Ukrainian conflict is just the end—you know, the end of the world—is because. I'm just going to say it, because the Middle Eastern people are brown, <laughs> and because they because we have this sense that that's just the way it's always been there, you know, so, mm, you know, they're not falling too far from grace when their cities are completely rubble, you know, I, I'm not saying that's what I believe, I'm saying I think that's how, like, that's what's going through at least some people's heads here in the Absolutely. States, you know, is that these people, you know, they've been at war with each other for, for, for thousands of years, which they have been, you know, which they absolutely have been. But, but, uh, no but I, don't think, I don't think leveling
0: their cities has made anything better for them. Yeah. And I'll say, you know... But, uh, well, I mean, I think there was a... a one, and I don't believe in polls at all, but one time there was some information, I believe, from a poll where they said they pulled Afghani civilians and that there was an overwhelming number of them that didn't know what 9-11 meant. What the World Trade Centers were. I mean, yep. and they suffered for that. They suffered for that, the people yep. there. 50,000 of them died. You know what I mean? Yep. Damn, and They dude. still remember that. You know? That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Oh, I mean, You know, was it was yeah, I mean, cheese, dude. Last, a few months ago. Was... <sighs> really, we just left there, you know? Yep. And to think, it's just very short-sighted. And I know, you know, again... This is not a knock on people that sign up for the military in our country. I think some of the most, you know, I I know a lot of people sign up for the military to better their lives. And they know that it's going to do that. And they know they can have a purpose and serve for something in their country. And I believe it gives them a lot, a lot, not just of finances, but a lot uh, in their their status and the way they feel about themselves right. and, and their dignity and I, I, I am totally for that and I think some of the strongest people do really get very well and in, in depth in the military and, and excel in the military I, I don't right. I I completely I think there was a lot of people over in nobody in those, who's that passed part of the boot world. camp is a
1: pussy yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. And,
0: and, and I definitely think there was a lot of people over there with well intentions yeah you know but again that doesn't change the facts of what of what the reality here is and i think if you want to if you want there to be more peaceful situations in the world and you want people to do better you i think you really first have to try to understand them you know and communicate with them they they need to probably do the same with you and understand you and your culture and that's the only way that we're ever going to get past some of that you know and uh yep you know, you're right about that. And I actually do... I, I think there is a little bit of psychological truth to what you said. Yeah. And what those well, people I, think, I, I, I think. I really I do. I think another dimension
1: of it, too, is that when we see things like that happening in Europe, Europe is a place that, in a lot of people's minds, that kind of stuff isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Not since World War II. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff can't happen. That's not supposed to happen in Europe. Yeah. You know, history is supposed to have stopped in Europe. Nothing bad can ever happen there again. Yeah. <laughs> you know... It's this idea that you know, and I've used the phrase a lot since this conflict started. It's this idea that history is over, when it's really not. Yeah, you know, it's not, and I think of that we're about to get slapped in the face with that reality that it's that it's not over. It's yeah. far from yeah. over. If I but, was, uh, if
0: I, if I, if, I, if you're an American, especially someone, which is a lot of us that live somewhere in the middle class, you know to To sit there and absorb yourself in this all this negative information is probably not the best thing. But to pay attention and be prepared right now would be extremely wise. Yeah. I would think. You know, I know yeah. damn sure I am definitely there at that point. You know, yeah. having fun, trying to keep my life, you know, uh, as good as possible. Trying to do things in my community and and have fun, play music a lot. You know, garden, do the things I need to do in life to stay happy. But at the same time, you know trying to be prepared for what, what could really change, shift for us in this whole debacle that's going on. Because it's definitely looks like it's coming down the pike here. Did yep. you have another topic you wanted to bring up? Yeah, on?
1: just something real, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Russian gymnast who uh, put a Z on his outfit at the uh, medal, you know, there was like a medal ceremony, and he put a Z on his outfit, right? And Apparently in Russia, the Z, which I'm sure you've you've noted, like it's on all the Russian vehicles and stuff in the Ukraine conflict, you know, they've all got a big old Z on them and stuff. Yeah. I've read many articles claiming that it appears in Russia that the Z is becoming somewhat of a new swastika. At least that's the rhetoric of it. And when I saw this gymnast... It's like the MAGA hat. It was... I mean, yeah, pretty much, you know. You know, instead of wearing the red band, you just got it on your head. I'm Dream about it. to put you on <laughs> the spot. Do you have one? I do not have a MAGA hat. I do not. I've got I, a piece I, of I that almost history. Bought, I almost bought one that looks like a MAGA hat, but instead of saying, make America great again, it says, make Texas a country again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you I, see almost, our, I almost bought that you one. You hear our regional <laughs> conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Shit. but this Russian gymnast, you know, he... he You could tell it was like tape. He did this, you know. It wasn't like stitched into his uniform. He put that there as an obvious symbol, you know, of support for the... And that's what it is becoming apparently in Russia as a symbol of support for the military actions in Ukraine. And uh, that's just something that I I noticed over the weekends that I kind of... It, it, it caught my interest you know it's like what yep. we see in the rise of some new hated symbol like the swastika well, well we also but, but bo- it's in our alphabet so we are al- gonna have to cancel Z yeah, yeah, yeah we down right. damn, damn it.
0: it i mean I feel bad for the zebras you know they're gonna be the ones that really suffer for yeah, right. all this <laughs> oh, shoot man i i uh I know that we also have both d- tried to do a little bit more due diligence of Seeing both sides of this conflict and the reasoning that both sides are doing what they're doing, and not just try to only pay attention to one side. I I, and I know I think a lot of people are doing that, and I think it's very wise to do that because, like, I'm just gonna wrap it up here. You know, that's the last thing I say, and I'll kind of let you have the out. Is that, you know, man, actions have consequences. Like, all through it, like, if I were to just take off running right behind me, that's an action, and I could run right into that door. Do you know what I mean? And and it would be like, ah, shit, we'd laugh, but it'd be like, why'd you do that, you know? Yeah. And, like, like, no matter what you do, but if I were to go and take the action of opening that door first, and then running, I could surpass the door and keep running and go outside, you know? Go, I mean, so every action, you know, and then there's a consequence, and the actions that we're taking just do the math. I mean, it doesn't seem that difficult to me to yep. say that Americans are about to have a tough time, right you know like, oh uh, like a real tough time, and I don't, I don't know what that means, you know but it just it, it this just doesn't feel like it's something that we're not going to feel effects from. like I think we're making some bad decisions yep. uh, and like we made a lot of bad decisions as a country, and no doubt about it. But the, these decisions, I just feel like it's just not a good game to play. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean,
1: I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more times. Our founding fathers warned us against entering entangling alliances, you know. And, uh, unfortunately, President Truman entered us in just, you know, the most entangling alliance in human history, you know, called NATO. I mean, he didn't just enter us in it. He, he started it, you know. I mean, we all want to see peace, and I think that that is what is behind the emotional reaction to Ukraine, is everybody is watching these videos on their phones, and they're saying this is horrible, and we need to do whatever it takes to make this stop, right? And I think that the main goal in everybody's mind should be as less bloodshed as possible, right? Right? And so, I mean, when, when it comes to taking actions that could potentially pop off a world war, it's like, what will lead to more bloodshed? A regional land war between two neighboring countries or fucking World War Three? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and if Putin decides to move on and, and, and move into, further into... Further west into Europe, then, you know, I mean, we, we, you got a whole different kind of story on your hands. But right now, this is a regional border conflict between two neighboring countries. And I just do not believe that the United States or NATO, I don't even think NATO should exist, but I don't think it should get involved. You know, I, and I don't believe that we should be getting involved economically, politically, any of that shit. I believed in, I believe in armed neutrality, yeah. you know. I believe that we should be ready to fight off any sort of invasion here here in the States. You know, but that we should never we, we especially should never just be anxious to go overseas and fight wars. Yeah. I'll you tell know? you
0: anyone who thinks that we could possibly afford to be playing this game over there right now is it's beyond They're fooling it's, themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. They live in a they, they live in a they live in a pipe dream. They're about to find out though. People, all of us are about to find out, not them, all of us are about to find out how geopolitical adventures can cause massive economic damage to your home front, you know? Yep. And, uh, I just think that we're not, I, I don't, I think our media is not preparing us properly, uh, for the, for the, uh, you know, <laughs> the the blowback of these decisions. Yeah. Uh, this is this this is a miscalculation. To, this is a absolute miscalculation in my opinion. And I am I am I am I don't know anything about this shit, but I just feel like from a human standpoint, this makes no sense. Yeah. At all to be doing, and it just does not seem like it's going to go well for us. You know. Right. But, yep. No, I agree. know, I think that. Uh,
1: think that pretty well whaps, uh, whaps, wraps it up. Oh, <laughs> wraps it, wrap it. Wraps it, man. Hey, wasn't
0: there a song called <laughs> I that? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it up. Hey, it's International
1: Ladies' Day. Oh, and you wrapped it up. Wraps it up.
0: There you this go, ladies.
1: Honestly, couldn't have been any you. better. That was for you.
0: <laughs> we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know... We may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.